Welcome, everybody. This is Tyler Mason, your host for this week's Reason to Panic, the only podcast out there for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week, so you never have to worry about running out of reasons to panic. And on that note, I'm going to uh, welcome my co-hosts for our weekly episode. I've got Randall Floyd coming at us. He's, uh, you're still in Kentucky this week, right, Randall? I sure am. You're going to be in Kentucky quite a bit for the next uh, next little while. Yeah, until November, we decided to get out of Dodge for winter. Have you been to Dodge? I've been to, I've been to Dodge. It depends on which Dodge you're talking about. I played dodgeball in high school. <laughs> Never been to Texas. Well, Dodge isn't in Texas. It's in Kansas, actually. Dodge City, Kansas. I've been there. It was fascinating for about 45 minutes and then we were done. I, I've I, never been to Kansas either. So, so. I, I literally got out of Dodge. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's a, that's a story for another day. We'll get into that later, but uh, we, we've heard the illustrious voice of our, our other co-host Eli Bowman coming at us from Ohio this week. Um, although not for much longer, we had to, to bump up our, our recording this week because uh, Eli's got a, a shotgun trip planned with the family. So thanks for joining us today, Eli. And then, of course, to round things out, I'm coming at you from Utah this week's episode. Uh, I'm here for the next few weeks, and then I will be uh, back in Missouri as the plan. So we'll see. Uh, we keep things interesting uh, with where it is that we're at. But that's not why we're here. We are here for a reason to panic. So our, tar, uh, our subject matter for this week is of a much smellier nature, an infestation of stench, as it were. Uh, I was I was scouring the internet as we do, looking for uh, you know your your weekly dosage of panic, and I came across one that wrinkled my nose a little bit. Should I keep these going, or should I should I just lead us into what we're talking about? We are talking <laughs> we we are talking this week about. Well, I'll actually read you the headline for the article because I I can't say it any better myself. A robust explosion of stink bugs could be headed your way. So we're going to talk about the stink bugs today. Um, before we, we started the segment, we were actually chatting a little bit about stink bugs. And uh, Randall and Eli, you you mentioned you actually had uh, a bit of a run-in with this uh, varmint last year. So tell us your experience with the stink bugs. dumb that it's just it's easier to just kind of set you know capture them and set them free but depending on your mood sometimes you're just going to smash them but there's always a consequence when you do because it's it leaves a, a no, no matter how thick the toilet paper or, <laughs> or the paper towels whatever you're using to smush it it doesn't matter your fingers smell a little so you have to wash your hands really well but yeah in ohio they're really bad and when we were camping you know randall's family and my family they were they were everywhere we were trying to eat outside and it was, yeah, they were all over the place. It was like a blanket of stink bugs on my- It was my, a stinky you know. blanket. Well, the thing that's unfortunate about it is, you know, normally you get a bug on you and it's like, ah, you know, and you kind of like swat at it. But when there's there's stink bugs in the area, you've got to really think twice about that. It's like, uh, you know, what's what's crawling on me and how am I going to handle it? So, you know, they, they, they exist in 43 of the states. So most of, of our listeners, at least stateside, 
should have at least some experience with uh, with the stink bugs. But uh, 2020, being what it is, it, uh, each month wants to just up the one before it. It looks like because of a, a, a warmer summer than uh, we've typically had and potentially a colder and wetter winter than uh, some of, of the areas typically experience, we are looking to have a an influx of stink bugs. I guess normally you'll get two call it mating seasons this year we got three so thank you 2020 Ooh. for that gosh so yeah the uh <laughs> warm weather was out and the critters got busy mm. so is that what happens <laughs> i guess so you know i mean <laughs> warmer days means more days at the lake you go to the lake you're sitting around with your buddies one thing links to a next and then you've got an influx of stink bugs i mean i, I guess that's the way that it, it goes but the thing that uh you know is is crazy about this is it's not only just um the fact oh i misspoke i gave them one extra reproductive cycle it was it's they typically get one they got two this year i lied scratch well, that 50, correcting 50 myself increase. A fifty percent increase is much bigger than a thirty-three percent increase. Yeah, true, isn't though. it? Is it now? Hold on. Is it? Is it a fifty percent increase or a one hundred percent increase? It's probably one hundred, but I'm a lawyer, so what would I know? <laughs> well, here, well, I will say this: I won't. I won't argue with you. I know that. <laughs> uh, so regardless, there will be more stink bugs than years previous. So, what does that mean? Well, as I was going through, and I was doing my research on the stink bugs to find out, you know, are, are they just more of a, a, a nose cringing nuisance or, or is there something a little bit more sinister to them? And so aside from the fact that they, they do like to congregate around people's homes because there's warmth there. And so, you know, they, they tend to have infestations. They can actually be, be quite bothersome. So where did the stink bugs come from? They were introduced, speculated, 1998 in Pennsylvania is where it, it is speculated they came from, but sometime in the 90s they showed up, and they're actually from China. So uh, again, figure. 2020, thank you China, right? I, so if the White House were referring to stink bugs, would they call them? Would the White House call them like the Chinese bugs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. It's not that far removed from the Chinese virus. It's still a bug, right? So it's it's, 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 it's calling it's, it's, it the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call them that from now on the China bug. The China, the China bug. bug. Oh, China bug. So they don't they don't generally harm humans per se. Like they're not gonna come and they're not gonna bite you. But, but but they do smell. As I was studying this, right, they are an invasive species, and they're they're actually harmful to fruit farms. They they're after the the sweet nectar of peaches and, and pears and apples and you know whatnot. Mm. And so what they'll oh, do is no. they'll come and, and, and they won't actually eat the full fruit. They'll just eat enough of it to where the fruit will rot and go back. So, okay. you know, they're like my kids. Took a bite out of it and I'm done with it. <laughs> and so well, they're- I, I also feel really bad. What's that? I feel really bad if, if that's the case because I was in Ohio and I went straight to Florida last year where all the fruit was. So- <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's stink bugs down there, but I, I, I know for a fact I transplanted stink bugs in Florida. Oh, you, what have you done, Randall? You, you probably did. <laughs> Next week's you, episode you, of A Reason to Panic. <laughs> right. You brought the Chinese, you brought the Chinese <laughs> down to Florida. Yeah. So, you know, the, the 43 states. Likelihood is they are in Florida. I should actually look and see which seven states have managed to avoid 
the China bug, but it's in most of them. So, but it was interesting because there was a um, what's the what's the area of study where you study bugs? Um, somebody want to help me out here? Uh, I wish I could. Uh, does the attorney know? The, the attorney doesn't know. If the attorney uh, doesn't know, then I can make something up and we'll just go with it. Insectology. Uh, I like it. Uh, <laughs> so. So they're trying to find, you know, what what is a natural predator for the stink bug? Because like I said, it was brought over from, from Asia um, sometime in the 90s, and it has no natural predators here in the United States. And so uh, this this team of scientists went over and they started scouring through parts of, of uh, Vietnam and, and China and, you know, some of the surrounding regions trying to find – it's a wasp, right? Go figure. We're, we're talking about another wasp from – Asia, mm-hmm. but they're trying to find a a wasp that what it does is it actually inserts its uh, egg sac into the middle of the stink bug egg sac, and so then when the wasp larva hatches, it eats all of the stink bugs. So this is a, a brilliant idea. We'll take it and we'll bring it back here to. Oh my gosh! The uh, but what if something? What if something just terrifying happened? What if a wasp and a stink bug mated? <laughs> stinky. Chinese wasps. I feel like that would be that would that would be a reason to panic, and that would make headline news. Well, and if it if it didn't, it should. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. It would be terrible. Um, taxonomist, by the way, taxonomist. For those uh, yes, of you that are trying taxonomy. to keep us honest, taxonomist. Um, no way. There's no way it's taxonomist. That guy classifies. And I thought it was entomologist. Well, it could be. An That's what I was leaning toward. It was entomologist, but but I didn't think I was right. I wasn't confident enough. Well, okay, no, hold up. Maybe I'm contradicting myself again. I'm looking through this article. Okay, I'm looking for for this this individual. So here's what happens in 2014. I'm going to get to the punchline here of what's going on with this this wasp. So they're looking for this wasp. It's called the samurai wasp. <laughs> of course, it is. It's got to be a scary name, right? So it's the samurai wasp. Well, the the thing that's really ironic about the samurai wasp is it doesn't have a stinger. And it's it's tiny. It's like two to four millimeters in size. It so, eats sushi. Yeah, there it is, right? Where, where's the kimono? Um, <laughs> exactly. Now you now you've got it. So, uh, so <laughs> it's important to keep his family's honor. Uh, <laughs> it probably owes a whole chain of hibachi restaurants. <laughs> 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 Oh, if it's got a pet dragon named Mushu, I'm done. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> so, so here's what happens. In 2014, this insect guy, because we still can't find what it is they're actually called, gets a phone call from Elijah Talamas, who is a taxonomist at the, at the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services out of Gainesville. So he calls him up and he says, hey. We've just classified, or we, we've we've identified that the uh, the samurai wasp is already among us. It's here. It, it migrated on its own. It among us. Mm. So, um, so then the, you know these 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 bug people geeked out over the fact that this this wasp had basically followed its food source and managed to get here. Um, and so they're hoping that you know over time, as it uh, you know its species propagates, is that the right word? It grows. That it sure. will be able to, uh, to to start to give the stink bug uh, a little bit of a uh, a culling of the herd, as it were. So let, let me. I just want to make sure I get this straight, Tyler. So you're saying this particular wasp found its own way over here? 
and was not transplanted over here? No, from what we can tell, it found its own way over. Because what happened is, is these scientists, wow. as they, because right, we, we always hear about the, the 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 need and importance of, you know, not introducing other species, right? Like we're talking about Florida. Let's look at Florida, Florida for example. We've got the uh, uh, reticulating python down there that was an in, introduced species that's causing all sorts of problems, right? Like we introduce things from one place to another and they they start to mess up the ecosystem so they spent millions of dollars in this study and they they actually brought some of the samurai wasp back and kept them in a contained environment so that they could study them and make sure that it wasn't going to have any harmful ecological uh ramifications i'm using a lot of really big words i'm feeling smart today guys i like them i can feel it I i'm feeling feel smart it. i'm feeling smart by association so so uh right they were doing this this study and when they get this phone call from this uh, this Dr. Ptolemus, they went and they 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 found uh, a group of these samurai wasps, and they they did a uh, genetic study, and they found that they they were not accidentally released from the ones that brought over and kept in containment. So it got here on its own, and so now they're now they're out wow. there. So now you've got the stink bug, and you've got the samurai wasp that are you know in our our society. So is the samurai wasp from Japan? The samurai wasp, where did it say it was from specifically? That's a Japanese word. I mean, found it. well, then it doesn't have a sword. So I'm just, I'm just wondering where to come from. <laughs> but how do you know it doesn't have a sword? Maybe it doesn't have a stinger. It doesn't have a stinger. Well, so, you know, it's the size of a sesame seed. The sucker is just a half pint. Well, they found it here in Newark, which I found interesting. We've got, we've got scientists from Pennsylvania that are notified by a scientist in Florida about a discovery in New Jersey. I, I, don't, I don't know how that happens, but, you know. <laughs> the, it's the internet, baby. The interwebs. Instant communication. That's it. I swear I saw one that talked about the samurai. Let me, let me, let me do a quick Google search here. Pull out my Google PhD. Mm, I have one of those. <laughs> okay, so here we go, guys. I typed in samurai wasp. You know how Google will give you suggest suggestions? The second suggestion was the samurai samurai wasps for sale. So it, it looks like there's a market. If you want to go and collect samurai wasps, it looks like there is a market to sell these, which is really there's a market. There's a market for everything, isn't there? There's, there's probably like an underground samurai wasp like black market. Oh my gosh! God. Well, I I know that there's a black market for like um, in North Carolina. It's a big deal for. Um, Venus flytraps, they're, they're stolen from preserves and sold because people like them in their tea. So there could be, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, samurai wasp is native to Northeast Asia. So just kind of that, that region, Northeast mm. Asia. Well, they probably hopped on some stink bugs and just followed them. Unlike... Northeast Asia is mostly code for Japan. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, so, so that's that's it, guys. I mean, in, a, a larger influx of stink bugs this year and samurai wasps that are supposed to come and somehow deal with it. Um, the only other option you have is to smash them or, as it was recommended in the various articles that I read, they suggest sucking them up with a vacuum cleaner. So that way you're you're less likely to get the, uh, the, the, the aroma that mm. they tend to leave behind. Um, let's, let's score this thing out. Uh, scale of one to 10, Eli, let's go with you first, brother. Reason to panic, influx of stink bugs. Where would you put it? I think if it were just a normal run of the mill infestation of stink bugs here in Ohio, I'd be far less, uh, terrified. Not that I am terrified, but doubling that number 
and what that might do to the agriculture, that that is a little bit scary to me. It's a little bit panicky. I'm going to go 4.2 because I can always smash more bugs or set more bugs free, although I should probably smash them to help control the population this year. But but as far as the rest goes with the, all that food, it's it's definitely elevated. 4.2. I like it. Randall, to you, where, where, where uh, where's your panic meter this week? This one, uh, I'm not 100% sure. It's low. I can tell you that much, like teaser. I'm, I'm assuming if they, they had extra breeding that the bugs would have already probably been doing something because they come inside when it gets colder. And so I, I don't know, maybe there was too much panic for other things going on, but I didn't hear anything about an influx or extra things or plants and stuff dying because of it. So I don't know if it's supposed to take effect and be bad this year or if it's supposed to be bad next year. Um, I do know that my cats refuse to kill them which is an awful thing because they like bugs, but they stay away from stink bugs. So I, I can't get rid of them that way. I also know that over the winter and all the way up through April of this year, I would pull something out like a drawer or a bucket or something. And I found dead stink bugs. Like I clean them out and they just kept appearing. And so they just, they kept coming. And so I, I mean, that wasn't any fun. So I imagine it'll probably be maybe worse this year, I suppose, if they start coming in. So I, I'll probably give it maybe a three. Um, but I think that's a little bit high because I'm not honestly super worried about it. And I haven't heard that they've really had any effect, honestly, um, on plants otherwise. No doubt. So I don't know where it, where it is I'd put this one either because, I mean, they're stink bugs. They're a nuisance. They smell bad. I did see that, you know, in one article, they, they cost agriculture $37 million a year in, in lost produce. But, you know, again, you hear about a hard frost. That makes news. You hear about too much rain. That makes news. Stink bugs. Crickets. You guys see what I did there? So, <laughs> so I, I think I'd probably have to put this about the same, maybe a two and a half, maybe a three uh, for me this week. So there you have it, folks. Uh, influx of stink bugs. So if uh, they tend to, uh, to, to rifle your nose, um, you've definitely got a reason to panic. Otherwise, certified here by the three of us experts, not that big of a reason to panic this week. So thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week with a brand new reason to panic. <laughs>